0: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen, and with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card,
1: right this way.
0: It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com/slash-with-amex. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance, and you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to twenty-five percent by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at
1: AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit MFM.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6,000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
2: MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level.
0: Meet Anna Delvey. You may think she's an audacious entrepreneur
4: or a complete con artist, but there's
0: one thing about Anna you're never sure about. Who is she? Created and produced by Shonda Rhimes, Inventing Anna is about the legendary German heiress and media sensation, Anna Delvey, who steals the hearts of the New York social scene, along with a lot of their cash. Don't miss the new limited Netflix series inspired by the incredible true story of Anna Delvey. Inventing Anna is now streaming only on Netflix.
4: There's a recipe for getting your car running just right. And ebaymotors.com has all the ingredients you need. They have over 122 million car parts and accessories in stock, all
1: at the right prices. Now that's tasty. ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Finding the perfect developer, designer, Project manager, or whomever you may need, is easy. You just have to know where to look. Find and hire the world's best talent right now on Upwork, the world's work marketplace. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks.
5: That's all we need.
1: We've got all the experience in the world.
6: It is another episode of I Want Your Flex, and we've never had an episode like this coming off the heels of what we saw this past weekend. And I know we're a little separated from it, Mike, but the whole feelings of what happened on Saturday, then leading into Sunday, end up still kind of resonating, even though we're we're, we're trying to look ahead to championship week. Just an amazing weekend of football that we saw in those four divisional games.
7: Well, the crazy thing, right, is you and I sit down to record this. We're in the middle of a, a Monday. And the Saturday games, as you said, seem like a lifetime ago. And Cincinnati, Tennessee seems so boring, <laughs> right? When it's when it's all said and done, it's like, wow, what a great game! McPherson is a hero, and and Burrow got bl- like bludgeoned and left all over pieces of him all over that turf. It didn't matter; they still win. And that's by far the lowest ranking of the four games when it comes to consequence.
6: Just think about that. You're watching Saturday and you just see the Bengals win on a last second kick off of a turnover with twenty seconds left and you say, This is gonna be the worst game we're gonna have this weekend. Like think about like how Stoked you would have had to have been. Now, that is if you're uh, not a Packers or Bills fan um, or course. a Buccaneers <laughs> fan. Uh, get Mike on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter, at Dan Buyer on Fox. Let's just dive into the topic everybody's talking about. By the way, we will get to our draft. We are in round number three we will be doing today for our look ahead to the 2022 Fantasy Draft. Ryan Bershinger, our executive producer, will join us as well as Ryan, Mike, and myself will end up just – Doing a draft, no lineup set, but just who we think is best available fantasy players looking ahead the next season. We are through two rounds, so we will get round three done, but we will do that after we talk about uh, overtime gate, overtime drama with what unfolded in Kansas City. Chiefs end up rallying with 13 seconds left to get the game tying field goal, then they get the coin toss and go down and score against Buffalo, win 42-36 to 36, so the Bills are sent home Kansas City moves on with an overtime rule that many are not happy with
7: Well, saltiness, you had to come away with the weekend uh, unsatisfied and angry about something, didn't you? I mean, (laughs) it it was too much of everybody joining hand across this globe and going, what glorious football. And then, you know, you can't have everybody happy going into a new work week. No, we were cheated. We were hoodwinked, bamboozled. How about you play some defense? Okay, maybe I'm trying to uh, speak something into existence that nobody wants to hear. You had two chances to stop him, regulation, and then in overtime. And Leslie Frazier may get a head coaching job. He may be a fine head coach. But if you're going to tell me all this time his credentials and and what he's done with this top-ranked defense to warrant getting a look at a top job, Well, then play defense and go make a stop, and then you get to stop Patrick Mahomes and spike the ball.
6: Aren't aren't they independent of each other? Like, like I get it. Like I understand. Like Buffalo had an opportunity if they could just stop Kansas City with 13 seconds left. I I understand that their defense didn't uh, didn't win the game for them. However, like Kansas City's defense was never put in a situation where it needed to get a stop when they couldn't get a stop either in the most important time of the game, which ended up being in overtime and that that's that's where I, like i i understand the defenses aren't stopping anybody but to me it's it's independent of of one another just cuz the bills didn't stop anybody doesn't mean that they should also then should have stopped someone in overtime and it's their fault that they lost because Kansas City's defense if it would have been the if it would have been the opposite scenario i think we would have been saying the same thing if if Josh Allen and the Bills won the toss and went down and scored and we just saw Patrick Mahomes get his team in field goal position in 13 seconds and then for Kansas City we would say man this is the second time in 4 years they've been screwed with the uh, overtime coin toss i almost think that the outrage would have been worse if it would have happened on the flip side which kind of tells me that the the rule does need to be changed, and and it can be changed, Mike. It can be changed at least in playoff scenarios if if you move forward like this. But th- that's just was tough for me to see how great of a game it ended up being and then you just ended up losing on a heads or tails
7: well and the the score shouldn't have counted because Tyreek Hill should have been called for taunting based on twenty two. yeah
6: yes that's rules, true anyway yes or
7: any number of his teammates doing you know snow angels holding up their and, their, their the touchdown symbol and whatever else is the that All 22 isn't
6: like he was the reason for the rule right yeah. like like it's the Tyreek Hill rule yes of giving the peace sign and doing backflips and then you know Antoine Winfield did it to him in the Super Bowl like the reverse thing so they're like okay we got to put a stop to it but it's his freaking rule and they didn't even call it
7: yeah it, after a day where we'd or two days where we'd seen a lot of those right and you had Tom Brady uh, get bloodied and hit in the face and nobody cared because it was Hockley uh, top five penalty <laughs> top five penalty crew of the year Dan uh, so we knew that going in that you'd have a and amazingly, only eight for the game, uh, but three on Sportsman Likes on Tampa in that first half of that game. But yeah, look, I've always just been an advocate of whatever, whether it's fifteen minutes or ten minutes, it's another quarter, right? It's the playoffs. Playoffs are different.
6: Right? Yes, they are. Uh, and
7: people saying, "Hey, let's do the college thing." Man, eh, I, I hate the college overtime as it stands right now. Well, that, is, that is not my my favorite. I, I like timed. Uh, sequences in sports
6: i I think that when you look at when we look back at history and we look at what transpired in kansas city we can take other instances and i wouldn't say go from college football but you know chargers dolphins was that legendary game where kellen winslow had to be carried off i know it's way back in the way back in the early 80s but if, if you have a marathon game It's okay. It's happened before. And and I guess, Mike, my solution, because that's actually all that I really want from people. If people want to complain about it, that's one thing. But come up with a solution, at least your idea with what would work better, I'm all for it. The NFL in the regular season, you know how much I hate it. 10-minute session is absurd. But I understand why they do it. I don't think it's fair. They just want the game to get over with and not interrupt 60 minutes or interrupt the late window.
7: (laughs) How dare you? How dare you make (laughs) it about television? It's about player safety, Dan Meyer. (laughs) That
6: that extra five minutes that they would have to play. But that's that's the reason why they have a 10-minute overtime. But for people that didn't maybe realize what they were watching on the clock, and you mentioned it earlier, guess what? The overtime session in the The playoffs is a 15 minute quarter, so you are doing a different because the game wouldn't end in a tie, and obviously we have to decide a winner. But there was a change just with the timing of overtime that was that was different. And and I'm sorry that that would make a difference if you had a 49ers team that went into overtime and took eight minutes off of a clock on a drive. If it was a 10 minute session and you had to restart it over, then. You know, th- that would factor in, but the NFL says we are going to take a 15-minute quarter now for the playoffs because it's the playoffs. To me, they could also say, all right, we will uh, ensure that at least uh, each team uh, gets uh, one possession to be able to uh, to at least try to do something in that overtime, and after that point, then you can be sudden death. But they've made changes from the regular season overtime rule uh, from the regular season to the playoffs, and I think that they could do that again this time.
7: Yeah, I think, you know, again, you know, we always talk about complaints and it's always the, hey, fire this guy or whatever. All right, give me a solution that, that's going to make the team better, right? Oh, this quarterback stinks. All right, find me a guy who's available who's going to make it better. And obviously, as we get into the carousel, both finishing the coaches' side and, and quarterbacks and, and movement this off offseason, uh, that's going to be a very difficult task because uh, many more spots that have, than uh, – than than players uh, that seem worthy of of filling them in in some cases but for the overtime rule you know it it is one of the more asinine things i I get it and the numbers bear it out right when the coin tossed and and down you go uh and, and that's certainly vexing frustrating as a guy who's you know been one of the leaders of the Josh Allen bandwagon. Yeah, I wanted to see him to get another mm-hmm. shot. But he called Tails, and he was wrong, Dan. I thought Tails, Tails never was not fails. Some, yes, it was supposed to... I mean, we, that's what we were all taught, so we... It's like telling me... I'm uh, sorry, kids, that there's no Santa Claus. I mean, come on!
6: <laughs> that well, There is a Santa Claus, at least, but the, well, in, yes. the, in this case, Tails never fails is not a legit. That is, a, that is a lie.
7: No more truisms there, well, man. Let me tell you. It's the,
6: awful. The, <laughs> if... This this scenario, this this will be my final point. And again, I think that the NFL can just say each team gets a possession in the playoffs. If you don't want to do it for the regular season, that's fine. It's the regular season. Whatever. You've got different rules. Well,
7: you and can... you have 17 games. Yeah. To figure out, you know, Correct. if you lose one there, as long as you don't keep finding yourself in overtime or close games, that's also the other thing for Buffalo. Stop playing close games. You're not good at them.
6: That's a, that's a fair, very fair point. The other point that I would make is I think that this is unique, Mike. Because the maybe the most notable game outside of the AFC Championship game where we had the overtime was Super Bowl 51 when uh, New England came back from 28-3 to 3 against Atlanta that we all know about. And when the Patriots ended up winning the toss, you just kind of felt that the game was over and it ended up being over because they went and drove down and scored right away. I would say what would happen on the flip side of things – and in that scenario, the reason why I don't think it's as big, it was made as big of a deal, Mike, was because there was no guarantee the Falcons were going were gonna to score. Because they didn't score after they went up 28-3. to three. Right. They didn't score any more points in that game. And, and so there would have been the question, OK, maybe you could stop Atlanta. And that's what made Sunday night's game so crazy was we're seeing teams score in a minute under a minute in 13 seconds, and that's why it was so magnified. Like, there have been other games where this has happened before, but to see the pinball game that you had in the final you know, five minutes of regulation with these teams just going up and down the field, to then have that come to a sudden halt and change it over time, that was the difference to me because Super Bowl 51, you could have made an argument, but there wasn't an argument because there was really no guarantee that the Falcons were going to score, and I think that's what made it different from Sunday.
7: Yeah, it was... just interesting, right? Because in the early game, the idea that perhaps you were going to get to overtime, as Tampa has the furious comeback, and I know for Matthew Stafford detractors, they're really mad that none of the errors, all the turnovers, were on on him.
6: Yeah, <laughs> we were George and I were doing the live show, and I'm just saying there is no way you can pin this no way that you can pin this on Matthew Stafford everybody on the rams is messing up except Matthew Stafford and that's how it played out and then he ends up making the play at the end
7: but i mean just amazing right now the yeah. Arians in the the post you know saying hey we had the right call just not the execution maybe maybe not somehow you keep losing cooper cup which is always bad for business but think about that game suddenly going to overtime mm-hmm. would you have trusted the rams to win the game in overtime <laughs>
6: Um. No. Right? I so, yeah, yeah, correct. So it's one yeah. of those kind of yeah.
7: situations. Same thing. I mean, and obviously shock and awe that they were able to move into position to kick that winning field goal in the final half minute, uh, which is just amazing theater, which which the entire weekend was. Again, not to denigrate the world of the Bengals and Titans, but uh, no rule changes are coming out of that, except for maybe you, know, you, you have to look a little better at your draft board in your NFL war rooms to decide decide whether it warrants dra- grabbing a guy in the fifth round maybe maybe there's a change and we we remember and we push aside the memory of aguayo
6: Ah, oh, yes roberto aguayo uh i heard a bill grammatica reference oh, oh oh that's recently good. and uh
2: $300,000. Anyone can win. Relationships matter. And only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody?
4: This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast.
6: And, and that's way back in the way back, but I think it was a celebration. Like a kicker made a celebration, and
7: celebration, a, uh, and uh, they get hurt. Hey,
6: <laughs> I, I'll, and, and listen, I'll say that, you know, like sometimes, sometimes kickers they they may have a rough go of it at first. You know, look at Daniel Carlson with the with the Raiders and sure. the time he had with the Vikings. Uh, the, uh, the you know, sometimes you got to stick with these kickers, and they can uh, they can pay off.
7: Well, you mean like the Bears should have actually paid Robbie Gold?
6: Yeah, yeah, that could have worked. You? Yeah, uh,
7: You know what? It's funny. My brother sent me the the greatest meme uh, after that, the, the game winner went through of the uh, 49ers Packers uh, was uh, a shot, a slow motion of Ryan Pace leaving Soldier Field. It's like he had one hit left. <laughs> Planted this seed by cutting gold years ago to rip Aaron and <laughs> Rodgers' heart out.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is good stuff. All right. There it is. There is your recap from Divisional Playoff Weekend. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Beyer. This is I Want Your Flex. Support for this podcast in the following message comes from American Express.
10: You're in the mood for something delicious. Kind of Spicy. Peppers, Savory. Really Sweet. Oh, the craving is real. But what is it? Amex is here to help you find out. Now you can get a taste of something different. Reserve exclusive tables at some of the best places in town with Amex Platinum. Hundreds of sought-after restaurants. Thousands of new dishes. One of the many reasons you're with Amex Platinum. Visit AmericanExpress.com slash with Platinum. Terms apply.
9: Hey, singles you feel like a tourist in your own town? Too busy to enjoy all your city has to offer? Events and Adventures organizes up to 30 unique get-togethers around town each and every month. We do all the work so you have all the fun on your schedule. Visit places you didn't even know were places and get to know the fellow singles you didn't know you needed in your life. Fall in love with your hometown all over again by joining Events and Adventures. Get started by visiting eventsandadventures.com today. That's eventsandadventures.com. This is the sound of your single life. This is the sound of your single life with events and adventures. This is the sound of your single life with events and adventures live a single life they love with exciting events every night. Events and Adventures provides an easy, relaxed environment to meet new people and find that someone special. Start enjoying the sounds of your new single life. Get started today at eventsandadventures.com.
11: Support for this podcast in the following message comes from American
10: Express. You're in the mood for something delicious, kind of spicy, peppers, savory, potatoes sound really good. sweet, oh, thank you. The craving is real, but what is it? Amex is here to help you find out. Now you can get a taste of something different. Reserve exclusive tables at some of the best places in town with Amex Platinum. Hundreds of sought-after restaurants, thousands of new dishes. One of the many reasons you're with Amex Platinum. Visit AmericanExpress.com slash with Platinum. Terms apply.
6: All right, now let's bring in our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger. As we look ahead to the 2022 fantasy season, again, Ryan, Mike, and I have been doing a draft with no lineups. A PPR league scoring format is how we've addressed this, and we just want to get you prepped on what we think and how we think the order should go and drafting the best available players that we think will be available in the 2022 draft so as we bring Ryan Bershinger in, or you can get on Twitter at Ryan Bershinger, Mike Carmen, get him on Twitter at Swollen Dome and find me on Twitter at Dan Byron Fox. How did the second round go, Bersh? I know that you've got a copy in front of you. Uh, I do as well. But how did we uh, how did we run down the second round uh, that started? I know I was a little frustrated because I wasn't sure if my Tyreek Hill on the back end of the first round was going to allow me to get the guy that I wanted at the start of the second. It did happen. But how did our second round go?
11: So, yeah, starting at 13 was Joe Mixon, 14, Stephon Diggs, 15, Jamar Chase, 16, Nick Chubb, 17, Debo Samuel, 18, Javante Williams, 19, Travis Kelsey, 20, Cam Akers, 21, DK Metcalf, 22, Keenan Allen, 23, Darren Waller, and 24, Antonio Gibson.
6: Okay, all right. That's how the second round played out. So, Mike, as we are just on the verge of starting our third round, there are some interesting names out there. Anything stand out to you as we enter the third round and what we could see in our next 12 picks that we make in our 2022 fantasy draft.
7: Well, one thing it shows the the three of us have decided uh we're not jumping on quarterbacks immediately, right? Which yes. has been been a trend the last couple of years, go up and get your guy even though You know, that muddled mess behind what five through 12 don't have much variance to them at all. So that that certainly is the case. Uh, We've got two tight ends that have already come off the board. I would suspect they'll be joined again. Top heavy kind of list there. Uh, But, you know, patience. Uh, when it comes to guys in the in the unknowns right christian mccaffrey goes 10. i see in a number of industry things uh popping off for the next year he's still a top four or five guy on most sites hmm. and i am like, all right not only are you worried about his injuries but who the hell's slinging the rock there yeah and what does it look like and if they're bringing in dudes that ran the giants offense like if mcadoo shows up there Really? Suddenly that's going to be the thing that catapults them to greatness? Come on.
6: It's either going to uh, work in a spectacular fashion or fail miserably. And I I am on the side of not trusting Christian McCaffrey. Plus, I just think there are a lot of other names that are more reliable that you can get uh, ahead of him. You mentioned injuries. That's what I think this third round is going to be about because now you're starting to see guys – Some that may have missed a good part of the season or all of the season that could be in the conversation and and coming back from injuries. There are certain names. Cam Akers, as Ryan mentioned, did go in the the second round, uh, 20th overall in our draft. But there are other names that pop up. I also think that there are injury-prone players that are in this third round. So uh, let's... uh... Let's see what we have to offer. Ryan Bershinger, you are on the clock. It goes Ryan, Mike, and then myself, and then we just continue in that order. All right, Bersh, as you look at these players that are ahead of you with 24 players in the rearview mirror, what are you focusing on on pick number 25?
11: Well, as Mike mentioned, tight end is, is super top heavy. And I think over the last few years, especially, I've started to more subscribe to the strategy of getting a very strong tight end to not have a hole in your roster. It's very easy, very easy to get stuck with a hole at tight end. And you look at last year at tight end, like Dawson Knox was tight end four on the season. Mm-hmm. And, and in terms of total points, sure, yeah, he, he ended up there. But he had weeks where he was downright terrible, including mm-hmm. a zero in week 17. So uh, I want to get a steady tight end, and you have a guy available right now who was tight end one on the season. So I'm going to take Mark Andrews here at 25.
6: So Birch does not subscribe to the. I'll just take Evan Ingram late in the uh, in the draft and watch him surprise everyone, like everybody has wished for the last five years. So Mark Andrews tight end number three now off the board after Waller and Kelsey went. Mike Harmon, you are up at number twenty six.
7: Back in, well, I mean, look, if we're gonna, why don't we do a, a veritable tight end run then, mm. a- and give me my uh, my Iowa boy.
6: All right, Noah Fant. No, I'm just kidding. Uh,
7: <laughs> I, do, I do like Noah Fan. Yeah. Noah Fant probably oh, is a go. top six oh. guy when it's all said and done. So would but, you
6: Dallas Clark. W- yeah. <laughs> Again, Marv Cook, who always made it into those Look Iowa tight end graphics. Now we're
7: at like seven guys, well, just like that. Well, that is that is good Iowa that, tight end knowledge. That's boy. what they would do. We this. didn't even get a Hawkinson <laughs> in <yet. laughs>
6: They 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 had this great run with uh, Fant, Hawkinson, Kittle, and then Dallas Clark, obviously, but to like fill out the graphics. They would throw Marv Cook in there from uh, the One the '80s favorites. and '90s in the New yeah. England Patriots back when we didn't mind the Patriots. George Kittle goes uh, number twenty six overall in tight end number four. Kittle is off the board. That brings me uh, up to the plate, and I, I had actually been debating this, and I'm not going to. I, I I think that there will be a bounce back. and know that there could be a change. I don't know if there will be a change, though, after what we saw a little over a week and a half ago. The first Dallas Cowboy off the board will be CeeDee Lamb. I am going to take C.D. Lamb at number 27. I know that there there are other Dallas Cowboys that could be available, including Ezekiel Elliott, but I trust C.D. Lamb more of the breakout uh, year that we expected his sophomore season to maybe come next season. Give me C.D. Lamb at number 27. I
7: like that. Not to belabor the Dallas point. We have plenty of offseason to uh, bandy this about. Uh, but how different does that squad look, right? Are they able to get someone to take S- Elliott's contract? Mm-hmm. Is Amari Cooper back? Because obviously Jerry Jones hates him. (laughs) Right, he he does. He was mad at him because he was unvaccinated and unavailable to him for a stretch. And then the disappearing act at times. And then, well, you you finish terribly. Uh, So someone's got to go, especially after you've said all the right things and brought them in and paid them a lot of money.
6: We know that Jerry Jones doesn't want to be hanging with Mr. Gooper. We'll see if that happens (laughs) in uh, 2022. All right, Ryan burst.
2: MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we just in case you forgot. I'm Tori deal. I'm a six time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer. And I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, all-stars
1: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Singer, you are back up at pick number 28 overall.
11: Yeah, this is an interesting spot because I'm looking at guys who have kind of battled with injuries. As you mentioned, Dan, we're going to be seeing a lot of that in this round here. I'm going to go ahead and take A.J. Brown and I'm going to bet on his ceiling, bet on his talent. We saw what he could do in uh, in, in week 16, uh, closing out the season. They're at a huge game when he came back after being injured for a few weeks. The talent is there. He's just got to stay healthy. So I'm going to take A.J. Brown here.
6: Let's also be real. If AJ Brown doesn't have the game that he has on Saturday, maybe we are moving him down a little bit in the rankings to see where the uh, the Titan wide receiver goes. But in looking at the other names out there, I think that uh, yeah, AJ Brown is is definitely worthy of a pick at this point. But I do think that this past weekend helped his uh, helped his draft spot.
7: Top of mind, no question about it. I had him as a uh, WR five uh, for this past year, so clearly uh, I liked him. I want yeah. to like him even three more.
6: awesome games. Yeah. And then the rest and well, now four with the, the loss to, to Cincinnati in the playoffs. But that's what you got from him.
7: But even looking at Ryan Tannehill, there were a number of balls that he threw, including the touchdown to, to Brown, where you're like, see, this guy can sling it. And then he does things like after. Yeah, now we're going back to the playoff stuff. Uh, how, how do you have Dante Foreman give you a 45 yard run, uh, then throw that interception? And how does Foreman only have four carries in the game, Dan Byer? Yeah, I'd ask you I was surprised about that.
6: I, I thought it would be more of a split workload than it was, actually. And, uh, yeah, they just they gave Henry, Henry everything. Not that it was the difference, but to your point of, yeah, if you're going to do that and that's what got you to the playoffs, why would you change?
7: Yeah, he was able to carry you for half a year to the number one seed as part of your offense. Uh, but what do I know? I'm just a – dope on the radio uh all right let's get back into it so edwards kittle lamb brown gone thus far uh this seems like a a spot to try to figure out and read the tea leaves of a guy with a big workload left at the running back position uh and while i will be called a homer i'll take david montgomery Mm. hey matt nagy's not there to screw it up anymore
6: it's true that uh, I I was curious because I think that there is another name out there on if you were to go this name or go David Montgomery. I will be honest, when I took Antonio Gibson number twenty-four, I had considered David Montgomery in that spot. Uh which then just completely doesn't explain why I took CeeDee Lamb at twenty-seven, That's but okay. I ended up taking CeeDee Lamb liked at twenty-seven. Lamb. And 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 at pick number thirty, since you took Montgomery, who was going to uh, be my pick if you didn't take him. I know this is a bit of a reach, but I still think that you talk about workload, it will be there if he is healthy. And I will take Saquon Barkley at number 30 with having no idea what's going to happen with the Giants coaching situation. He is still Saquon Barkley. And if you can straighten some stuff out in the offseason, when we did our pod a few weeks ago and we're talking about coaching changes, I think with his contract, you're going to want to figure out in the uh, the future of Saquon Barkley in New York. Now, this is the time to find out. This is what you want to find out, what you've got. So put him to work. So I'm going to take Saquon Barkley at number 30.
11: Support for this podcast in the following message comes from American Express.
10: With Amex Platinum, once-in-a-lifetime perks happen all the time. The high-end airport lounges that make layovers enjoyable. The dining perks that open doors to new restaurants. The 1,200 fine hotels and resorts properties with elevated benefits. Like late checkout because vacations should never end early. With the Platinum card, experience once in a lifetime, all the time. Just some of the many reasons you're with Amex Platinum. Visit slash with Platinum. Terms apply.
4: There's a recipe for getting your car running just right. And whatever you're cooking up in the garage, you'll find what you need at ebaymotors.com. They have over 122 million car parts and accessories in stock. All at the right prices. And that can help you turn your ride into something really tasty. The parts you need are just a click away at ebaymotors.com.
12: Let's ride. Imagine fighting climate change every time you buy groceries. Or pizza. Now you can. With the Aspiration Zero credit card, you can reduce your carbon footprint by making the same purchases you always make. Aspiration Zero plants one tree every time you make a purchase. Or plant two trees when you choose to round all your purchases up to the nearest dollar. Track your progress in the app and earn 1% cash back each month you reach carbon zero. For a limited time, earn a $300 bonus when you open an account at Aspiration.com and spend $3,000 in the first 90 days. Join the community that helps you fight climate change with every purchase. Aspiration zero, one card, zero carbon footprint. The Aspiration Zero MasterCard is issued by Beneficial State Bank pursuant to license by MasterCard International Incorporated. Beneficial State Bank member FDIC 2021. Terms and conditions apply. Visit Aspiration.com slash zero for more information.
6: Running back uh, RB15 in our rankings go. as we move to pick number 31 with Ryan Bershinger. I, I
11: like that Saquon pick. Actually, I was about to do that. So I, I I endorse it. And I think that the the other running backs available right now, it's weird because you have steady guys and strong offenses. You have guys who were first round picks this last season and uh, might be having too much of a workload at the moment um, or, or not enough of a workload at the moment. I'm going to take Deontay Johnson here because I think his his uh, his workload is very high. He gets targeted like crazy, and uh, you know they they've, they've got to have a better quarterback
7: maybe then, uh, no arm. See, I already had my analysis written for this one, Bershinger. you fallen to me. Someone well, will be able to get the ball five yards beyond the line of scrimmage. Yes. I, it I, opens up.
6: I, I appreciate Ryan Bershinger having a pick ready after I took Barkley because if it was like a guy in our league, he would jump right back into his magazine because he only had plan A. Like, there was no plan B. And once plan A went off the board, he started from scratch and started back at zero and started over again so i appreciate you having a backup plan with of that course, always have a backup all right deontay johnson is wide receiver 12 mike Harmon up with five more picks in our third round of our 2022 fantasy draft
7: well i'll assume he's back and healthy um and i'm going back through the board making sure he hasn't been picked but uh give me deandre hopkins
6: Yes, he is available. One of the names as well when we talk about injury-wise on where you want to take a guy, uh, he was uh, he was he was foremost on my mind. Him and another guy that hasn't been picked yet were actually the two names that really popped out. And Saquon Barkley, when we talked about guys who were injured or deal with injuries, DeAndre Hopkins was one of those guys.
7: He, I have one more guy, and maybe we're kindred spirits and thinking the same way. Uh one thing I would want to know, I mean Kingsbury. Show me your plan for playing in the second half of a season. I'll sit back and wait.
6: <laughs> so will I. So will uh so will Steve Kime. He should be there, but
7: that's a whole other thing. All right. This <laughs> See, is there. I called for a job. Uh, yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> All right. There are a lot of good names on the board. And this is a decision that I actually have to face in one of my leagues when it comes to to keepers. Ooh. I have to do an either or, and it usually isn't wise. and And Ryan Bershinger started out as we started this draft, kind of talking about this. I'm going to take the first quarterback off the board, and it may be recency bias, but Josh Allen goes off the board at number 33. Yeah. When you just saw what he did in the these two playoff games that they had. It makes you think, like, oh my goodness, could you imagine having that for 16 or 17 weeks of a fantasy season? So, Josh Allen is going to be QB1 off of our board. Number thirty-three overall. So it took thirty-two picks until a uh, thirty-three picks until a quarterback was finally taken. All right, final three picks of our third round of our fantasy draft. Make these count, guys, because this is what you're going to be kicking yourself for over uh, the next week until we get to round number four. Make these picks count, Ryan Bershinger. You're up at number thirty-four
11: um i'm gonna go ahead and take mike evans here because mm. if chris godwin doesn't come back he's then the clear number one in this offense and uh, you know tom brady i don't know he may retire he probably won't i still think that uh, they're gonna find a way to get mike evans the ball a ton in that offense so i'll take evans here
7: i have no idea how tom brady would walk away from this after the season he just had i didn't let, yeah yeah Go ahead, Dan. No, I was going
6: to say that story. Like it just, it's it's so NFL insiders do this because they want it for that Sunday. That wasn't like a story, Mike, that popped up at ten o'clock Saturday night, and then was needed to be broken at that point or early the next morning you know this has been sitting there and it just tells me then it's not really a story like if you're waiting to unveil that you know six hours before kickoff of you know the Tampa game to make it a conversation for your pregame show uh, that to me just then tells me maybe it's not as much of a story as we thought it was
7: no I just kind of (laughs) shrugged I was like I looked at doing the morning show with Bucky Brooks we'd gone through a ton of stuff right obviously a lot of breakdown a lot of Rogers uh, podcast up by heart Radio app and anywhere you get your podcast, go grab it, give it five stars. We'll love you forever and evangelize to your friends. Uh, like, look, like I took Rogers apart uh, nine thousand different ways, but at some point, I looked at Bucky in a break. I go, "Do you care to talk about this?" And he laughed because. It's a big deal now. (laughs) So I think we made a similar joke on air and just went in to analyze the game. It's like, really? Let's start talking about the history of Kyle Trask, everybody. It's like, no. All right, Mike Evans, though. Um, Yeah. Wing it up, uh, and Brady still had the arm strength to get it to him downfield. Uh, as Jalen Jalen Ramsey uh, kind of disappeared on that coverage, now didn't he? Uh, but we we move forward now. There, there's a number of guys that I, I like in the next spot, uh, but they they don't really just. Dis- spread apart i wanted josh allen but you stole him from me jerk uh and
6: uh you may steal a guy from me because i have someone targeted at 36 so so. i'm gonna
7: take a wide receiver that we haven't seen in a very very long time
6: oh okay
7: and I am going to roll the dice that this works. Now, there's another guy I like, and I'm curious to see what the quarterback position is and what the new regime is. Uh, Lots of money to spend, you know, all that fun stuff. But I'm going to go out out, out, uh, and roll the dice that Calvin Ridley finds himself in another spot and ready to play football.
6: Oh, wow. Calvin Ridley off the board. I've heard some New England connections with Calvin Ridley. We don't think he's going to be back in Atlanta. Just a
7: curiosity. You know, there, there's a bunch of guys that are kind of the same. And I'm looking at, all right, where's my upside? Where's mm-hmm. my potential push uh, at this point in the draft? And so there, I'll, I'll roll the dice there. Why? Because it's spicy. And Bursch can uh, put it in there going, what do you think of this? There you go, Bursch.
6: <laughs> all right. Uh, this is, by the way, I I think that we, like with, with Ridley, there is a line at the wide receiver position And I think like we have now crossed it there. there, There's there's a name that I think I, I, you know, I'm not going to pick him here. I will tell you who it is in the fourth round. But I think that we've crossed that line of being now we're into the next group of wide receivers. Like, I think that that is that is where we are in this draft. So I am avoiding the wide receiver position if he stays healthy, I would be very very happy to have Elijah Mitchell at number 36. I like that. So sure. I'm going to go the 49ers running back and I think he keeps the job uh, no matter what they've they've done considering the way that he runs and how he has run the season and the how much San Francisco likes to run, I would take Elijah Mitchell uh 36. There are, there there was a wide receiver that I really liked and I'll write it down mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about it in the fourth round, mm-hmm. but I think when once Ridley went off the board now you just kind of started not to see just guys, not Jags as we like to say, but there just there wasn't as much separation as I thought with the with the other guys that were taken.
7: Yeah, I mean, I, I like the Mitchell pick, the wide receiver position, right? They're all kind of the same, and it's trying to figure out where where's the upside. Yeah, like I got one guy on, on my brain where I'm like, all right, we saw some good, but there's potential for this to be unlocked if everything breaks right. But it's a question of, well, does it? But we'll, I'm sure, tackle that uh, in the next 12 picks. Uh, No question. But Elijah Mitchell, I mean, look, the 49ers are still playing, and a lot of it is his emergence, right? When Mostert went down and it was going to be a committee situation, and it is to a degree because, right, uh, Debo Samuel is RB1 at times. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but you look at Mitchell, tough yardage and trust. Well, uh, that that staff has in him.
6: No, there, I think there's also there could also be the counter uh, answer if Trey Lance ends up getting the job. How much does Elijah Mitchell's maybe goal line work be affected, or just uh, even running the football? I don't think it'll change that much, but something to look at in the off season. So for the Elijah Mitchell uh, detractors that would be something that they would point to. All right, that wraps up our third round. So we are halfway through. It means we have three more podcasts left in the uh, season. Uh, they will come out every Tuesday as we're now doing them weekly. Big thanks to Ryan Bershinger uh, and Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Beyer. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, any final thoughts, burst from what you saw in the draft? I'll let you go. Get them on Twitter at Ryan Bershinger, these 12 picks. Uh-huh. Any final thoughts?
11: Yeah, as Harmon mentioned, I think Elijah Mitchell, I think that's a great spot for him. And I could see that stock rising even higher as we get closer to the season where there's more certainty in terms of his role. As you were talking about with receivers, Dan, there's a couple of receivers that I wasn't crazy about taking in the third round, but I would absolutely love as fourth round picks. And uh, I, I think it's one more thing. It's interesting. the The kind of elephants in the room at the moment. You've got Ezekiel Elliott and Aaron Jones, guys who were taken in the first round of this last season, and you watch their their stock continue to kind of fall. As you saw, their other counterparts mm-hmm. at, at running back uh, uh, excel in the way. Yeah, the guys they in the tandem outplayed them. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it's so it's it's so interesting where the the name feels like you should be taking them around this time, but you look at it logically and you're like, no, I just it doesn't feel right. So it'll be interesting to see where those guys end up.
6: Harmon, I'll let you have the last word in all of this as we are 36 picks in.
7: Well, Ryan mentioned Jones. Like, it, Elliot I, I wouldn't touch, I don't think. Right? Whether he's in Dallas, Pollard's going to have a big say. But because of his salary, I guess Zeke would still be getting his, his turn. Now, if he moves someplace else, yeah, may, maybe there's more value. With Jones, so long as he's in Green Bay with A.J. Dillon, uh, who had that broken rib, I mean, obviously that's part of the uh, – 49ers Packers mm-hmm. game that nobody's talking about. Hey, AJ Dillon wasn't there, although they weren't using him <laughs> well, much anyway because Rodgers <laughs> hey, went to the two man game.
6: Hey, there was one guy talking about it, and it was me because I was totally critical of myself yesterday on on, on Sunday show in saying. I think A.J. Dillon's injury played a big part of this. While everybody was talking about Rodgers and the special teams, by the way, that will not make the uh, the hot take theater that that is usually out there, Mike, that you love so much that you have phrased. But I do think I agree with you. I think that A.J. Dillon's injury did play a role in that game.
7: Just uh, Maybe he would have trusted him because he sure as hell didn't trust anybody else. It was Aaron Jones, or I'm going to fire it through three guys to get to Devontae Adams, no matter whether Lazard was running free or not, uh, and beat it from there. Uh, Wide receivers all look the same. Uh, The quarterback position, you got Allen off the board and now the curiosity, whether we have, I mean, I guess it would be a two-man run, Mm -hmm. whether Bursch and I fight over who's next, (laughs) but certainly, uh, you know, it's a position that is is fluid because you do have those top performers. Hell, one of them's still alive in the playoffs and his kicker uh, bailed him out over in Joe Chill over there. But, you know, went wondering how quickly the rest of these guys come off the board. Man, it's all that sense and sensibility and changing face of the game uh, between reality and fantasy. And that's why I love doing these uh, months in advance because we know the chess pieces are going to be moving all over the board.
6: Yeah, this is, I think these next three rounds will be very, very interesting especially to see where a guy like Ezekiel Elliott could fall. All right. So for Ryan Bershinger, our executive producer, and for Mike Harmon, I'm Dan Byer. We appreciate you listening, and we'll be back again next week with another edition of I Want Your Flex.
1: We just can't seem to catch a break, huh? So many rough fire seasons. But we made it through, and now there's another risk. All that charred soil and burnt vegetation can lead to floods and mud flow. I know, but you've got this too. And one way to get this is to get this, flood insurance. There's no rest for the West, but with flood insurance, you can rest assured that you're ready for whatever else nature throws at you. Protect the life you've built at floodsmart.gov wildfires.
9: Hey singles, do you feel like a tourist in your own town? Too busy to enjoy all your city has to offer? Events and Adventures organizes up to 30 unique get-togethers around town each and every month. We do all the work so you have all the fun on your schedule. Visit places you didn't even know were places and get to know the fellow singles you didn't know you needed in your life. Fall in love with your hometown all over again by joining Events and Adventures. Get started by visiting eventsandadventures.com today. That's eventsandadventures.com
0: teething can be a real nightmare for your little ones. Highlands Naturals Baby Oral Pain Relief Tablets can help ease the pain. Its gentle, natural, active ingredients like chamomile and arnica soothe your baby's mouth and gums. Made with ingredients derived from plant, minerals, and other sources free of harsh chemicals, you can count on Highlands for serious pain relief for your teething baby. Highlands is a kinder way to care for teething. Visit highlands.com kind. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D-S dot kind. Claims based on traditional homeopathic practice, not accepted medical evidence, not FDA
1: Tim Horton's new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price of participation vary. Terms apply.
2: MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level.